Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We continue our preview of Packers and Bears. And let's continue with that preview with our Green and Gold Insider, Ryan Wood. Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the pack? Let's check in with our Green and Gold Insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. And joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline is that very man, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Ryan, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, man? I hope you had a uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah, I hope you did as well. So, you know, during the commercial break, uh, I heard a promo on our uh, flagship station, the Fan of Milwaukee, and uh, it was Bart Winkler talking about Giannis and the MVP. You know, it's crazy. Like, 2018, we had Christian Yelich. We also had Giannis. Giannis wins the MVP again. And now we could be talking about Aaron Rodgers winning the MVP. Do you think, Ryan, that it's a lock now that Rodgers has this in the bag? Lock is a strong word. Um, I think he's the front runner. I, I think that, um, you know, if, if I had a vote, it would be cast for him. But Patrick Mahomes is awfully good. I, I, I just, I, I don't think it's a lock. I thought it was interesting that Aaron Rodgers basically said after the game Sunday night that the plan, regardless of whether or not they would have clinched the one seed week 16, which would have required the uh, Seahawks to lose. The plan was for him to play this week. Um, if he's in an MVP race, he's, he was going to play regardless of whether or not there was any seeding at stake. So I think the race is still going, but I think he's got a very good chance of that third MVP. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. You know, th- th- this whole connection between Rodgers and Devontae Adams, it's just incredible. And it led to something that um, Evan Heffelfinger brought up off the air yesterday, and we were talking about a little bit. Like, you know, we always thought that the the chemistry and the relationship that Rodgers had with Jordy Nelson, it was just hard to top that because those guys were so impressive together. But you know, Devontae and Aaron now, it's crazy what these two guys are doing. So I don't know if it's its a matter of comparing those two relationships, but for Rodgers to have this kind of chemistry with another talented receiver, it really is incredible. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Who did Devontae Adams learn the position from when he got here? He learned it from Jordy Nelson. Um, I think that that time for him was incredibly valuable as a young receiver coming in. His first season – 
was Jordy Nelson's 2014 season, which was probably his finest season. So as a rookie, he came in and saw Jordy Nelson and Aaron Rodgers at the top of their game as far as chemistry goes. And that was his introduction. And it just built from there. And it, you're right. It, it looks it looks very, very familiar. It looks like exactly like what, what you saw these years with, with Jordy Nelson and Aaron Rodgers. Um, they are so in sync. And it's two great talents who are really combining to, to do something more. Um, it, it's impressive. You know, that, that 32-yard catch that he had late in, in the game Sunday night, uh, it, I, I've seen the TV copy of it. It, 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 just, it doesn't do it justice. But, but to see it live and from above, I, I, I had, it, was, it was a perfect pass. I have no idea how he caught it. Um, he's basically on a, on, a, on a dead sprint, reaching down near his shoelaces to catch it with his hands. It's just a play you don't see very often, and he makes it look so routine. Um, it, it's been a lot of fun to watch. Yes, it has, for sure. Let's stick with the offense. Um, obviously, we have to talk about A.J. Dillon. I mean, that was was the breakout performance from a rookie, and that that is just something that is just, again, music to everyone's ears, that just to see someone else step up and be able to fill the void and, and look like the best running back out there. Um, but but see, this is the thing that I'm still trying to figure out, Ryan. When we talk about the future outlook of the running back, you know, core here, I just have a hard time sitting here thinking that all three of these guys are going to be back next season. I mean, I feel like with the performance that AJ Dillon has, I mean, you don't want to jump to conclusions that AJ Dillon can just do this every week. But at the same time, maybe this makes Brian Gutekunst's job a little bit easier, considering Aaron Jones and his contract situation. Yeah, you know, I've I've had a hard time seeing Aaron Jones back next year, really since they drafted A.J. Dillon with, in the second round. And the reason for that, and, and I want to make clear, that's not saying that that, that he won't be back next year. He, he could. He absolutely could. They could franchise tag Aaron Jones. Yep. They could come with a, a longer-term agreement. Um, it's not not saying that it's not going to happen, but it's this is not monopoly money. And, yes, you can do things to manipulate the cap, in this league so that you can, you can fit certain contracts and, and move things around. I mean, that, that, that can happen, but it's at the end of the day, it's not monopoly money. There, there is a cap. And as, as tempting as it has to be for Aaron Jones and, and AJ Dillon to share a backfield. I mean, my goodness, what, what kind of uh, a di- dynamic potential that would be. Uh, it's, it's just, if you can have A.J. Dillon and Jamal Williams at a fraction of the cost and spread that money around to other needs because they have other needs, um, that that's tempting too. And, and the fact that they, they did draft a running back in the second round when they have Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams going into the final year of the contract, I mean, kind of it kind of put the writing on the wall a little bit. So we'll have to see what happens. I mean, this thing needs to play out. There's obviously been ample contract negotiations. The reality is that Aaron Jones is a superstar talent. And a dynamic player like that on the open market is going to get a lot of money. And he should get a lot of money. I mean, he deserves every penny of that. Yep. It's it's hard to see that being in Green Bay. It just is. Yep, I, I do agree with that as well. Ryan Wood, our Green and Gold Insider, joining us here on the Bill Michaels Show. Um, let's go over to the defensive side of things because, you know, a few weeks ago, Ryan, I just had a hard time thinking that this defense could take another step forward. You know, obviously you you wanted to expect more out of the Smith brothers, and they've done that. 
But then it's just like, it's the emergence of Rashawn Gary. It's the emergence of Darnell Savage. Adrian Amos has played at a whole nother level too the last few weeks. Like, I I just feel like what the defense is putting out there, especially against Derrick Henry this past Sunday, this gives me even more hope that if you have a defense playing like this paired with the offense, they can win it all. Like, they they can get this done. I, I just continue to be very encouraged by this group. Yeah, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a huge development because the defense that they were putting on the field early in the season, the first half of the season, was just nowhere near good enough. It, it needed to get better. And it had gotten better over the last month going into Tennessee. Um, they you know, had seven sacks against the Eagles. They, they played rather well against the Bears. And they played, you know, especially early in the game when it was not a blowout or out, they played rather well against the, the Lions. But what was amazing about Sunday night is, you know, watching that, it was it was so easy to forget that, like, the Titans are really, really good offensively. It's not just Derrick Henry. they got Ryan Tannehill. they got Corey Davis. they got A.J. Brown. Yep. They've got receivers, John U. Smith. That, that offense coming in was averaging 31 points per game, and it was easy to forget that because of how good the Packers' defense looked. I mean, this, this was not an offense in Tennessee that has had – issues or, or struggle this is one of the best offenses in the league and they they made them look bad they shut them down um so yeah if if this is the new norm for this packers defense uh it, it it's there's no telling how far they're going in the postseason what, do you think the turning point was when the smith brothers and kenny clark went up to mike Pettin's offense and said look we need things to be a little bit more simplified here. We want to be able to get get after the quarterback a little bit more. Because I feel like after that particular point, th- th- that defensive front, it just, that looks like the defensive front we saw last year. Oh, and by the way, Rashawn Gary is also playing better. Yeah, you know, I wonder if it was actually before that. Because <laughs> they, you know, when it comes to Preston Smith and when he's turned his season around, and he has, I remember outside linebackers coach Mike Smith pointing to the San Francisco game. And if you remember, in that game, Preston Smith had a quarterback hit on, on a Nick Mullins pass that forced an, inter, an interception. And since then, really the, the pressure has been more, not just from him, but Rashawn Gary has come on late in the season. Darnell Savage Jr. has come on late in the season. In mid-November, he had no interceptions. Defensive backs coach Jerry Gray said, trust me, he, he's going to end the season with four. And here he is with four now. Um, you know, I, I think it's a combination of Preston Smith turning his season around, the young guys, the first round picks from last year developing, and not it hurt them not having that that full off season for for a second year player to get that first full off season is vital to your development. And so I, I think both Darnell Savage Jr. and Rashawn Gary struggled a little bit without that early in the season. They've come on now. Zedarius Smith has been a Pro Bowler all year. Kenny Clark is is healthy and, and he's he always plays well in, in December. I, I just I, I think they're just coming coming along, but I, I do think it, it it predates even there. I, I think that that really since the, the beginning of November, that when the pass rush started its uptick, it's it's it started to, to to get better and better each week. Let me ask you this: as we look ahead to this Packers Bears matchup, I mean Mitchell Trubisky has played better. He still has flaws. He still made some mistakes in that game against Jacksonville. But do you think that they should be taking Trubisky a little bit more seriously this time around? No, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I could, I could, I could look 
silly in a week, but he, no, I, I just, he's Mitch Trubisky. I, I know that he's apparently played a little bit better for a few games, but th- there's such a large sample size of mediocrity at best when it comes to Mitch Trubisky that it is just, it is just very difficult to take him seriously. Now, will the Packers defense take him seriously? Of course, mm-hmm. of course they will. Um, they're professionals. That's what they do. But if you're not a professional football player paid to take every opponent with the utmost uh, seriousness, it's it's really hard to see the uh, see them struggling against Mitch Trubisky when they just shut down the Tennessee Titans. I, I just I don't see it. Real quick before I let you go, um, where do we stand on the health of both Rick Wagner and Jamal Williams? Yeah. Matt LaFleur said that Rick Wagner is not expected to be a long-term deal, uh, the knee injury that, that knocked him out of Sunday night. Um, but he didn't have all the information when he talked to us on Monday. He said he was still uh, trying to get a hold of, you know, get, getting information uh, still in from, from his head athletic trainer, uh, Brian Angle. As far as Jamal Williams, he was listed doubtful with the quadricep going into the game. So it was not a surprise that he did not play. Uh, we'll just have to, we'll have to see whether or not he practices this week. You know, they, they, they're back on the field tomorrow. Well, I'll tell you what, if the Bears get a dose of A.J. Dillon on Sunday, I am looking forward to that as well. Again, the, the Packers are just, they're in such a great situation. I mean, for the most part, they're healthy. And even even when they're not, they have depth to support it. So there's a lot of encouraging things here as we get into the playoffs. He is Ryan Wood, our Green and Gold Insider. Ryan, we'll uh, talk to you again on Thursday. Thank you so much as always. All right, take care. All right, there he is. And he joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider, they're hiring drivers right now. 85 years they've been doing it. You can call them at 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.